Cyborg, how you doing? TM, TM. One second. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the huddle. The chillest huddle that's out there. Hope everyone's brought some gloves and is getting comfy as we will start discussing all things QJPEGs in a moment. Nothing said in the huddle is financial or any kind of advice and is for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's go! Woohoo! Hello everyone, TMTM, and welcome to the seventh episode of The Huddle. So, today I am beyond excited to have Luca Netz here as my special guest. And Luca, you are a marketing genius, you are an e-commerce prodigy, and you, you made your first million when you were 19. You have your own devs, you retain two law firms, and you entered the scene of the Pachi Penguins on the 6th of Jan when you treated uh, rounding up the troops to buy the Pachi Penguins. 750 E's for Pachi Penguins by the NFT Degenerates. Make your move, cool serum. So I would suggest let's start with the elephant in the room. At which stage are we with the deal? Yeah, so unfortunately I haven't been able to, you know, first and foremost, you make me sound way cool. So thank you. Uh, and unfortunately, I've signed an NDA, but I can tell you guys, and I think I kind of have permission figuring, you know, me and, and that side had spoke a couple days ago, but we're pretty much like right there. And I know I've been kind of saying that for a while, but we, we had to maneuver through some issues, but like I, I would, I forecast this being done, you know, before the end of, you know, before the end of this month. Uh, and that's, that's about as much as I can say. Okay, this sounds sooner than soon. So that's, that's very exciting. And um, yeah, let's start. I think I read one of your tweets that basically you discovered Apache Penguins back in summer last year already, which is super cool because um, when you entered the scene, like there were a lot of bidders that mushroomed and some uh, only bought a penguin then. But you already bought a penguin back in summer last year so you're an og peng which is super cool so how did you how did you discover the pachi penguins yeah so it was interesting technically by by technical terms pudgy actually wasn't my first nft my first was a ferocious but my first ever like the nft market what it is today uh i think i got the ferocious and then it was a pudgy um but I don't really count the ferocious because I look at that as more like traditional art. Like there's this like huge like trend now in how we treat NFTs. Um, and Pudgy was like my first like immersive experience within this trend to like what we know NFTs to be like these, you know, PFP projects, collectible things that you can flip fairly seamlessly. Coincidentally, I just found it on Twitter. Right. So I've been a huge advocate of Twitter as being a place to expand your horizons I've always thought Twitter was the most powerful social media for many reasons, but um, I always knew it was a place where you could get on and scroll through your Twitter feed and be in a completely different environment, you know, 30 minutes after doing that because of what Twitter does. And so I just saw it on Twitter and I saw it in the first second I saw it. I was like, yes, this is going to go. 
So I like backtracked where this guy bought it, found it, bought three, told all my friends to buy. And then like three days later, they just moved to like the stratosphere. No way. So basically, you must have bought your, your pinks, um, I think, two days before mine, because I bought my penguin, not the one I have here right now, but another one. I bought, and one day later, the New York Times article came out, and they moved, and I was like, oh my goodness, what's that? Like, that's crazy. So you must have bought yours, like, basically two, two days before I bought mine. Yeah, my, my first one was sub point one. So it was, it was cheaper than 0.1 that I first got. And then I was buying them all the way until 0.5. And then I was kind of trading them. And then I ended up loading the top. But it won't be the top for long. That will be what, what, what was my current top won't be the top uh, in terms of where this project, I think, will go. But, but you kept the, the one you have right now. You, you bought in summer last year and you kept, right? This was none... You didn't flip this one. No, no, no. I have, I have maybe like across all wallets, like maybe 15 that I bought between like five and 10 ETH, which is one of, this is one of the 15 that I got. Uh, it was the coolest one that I yeah, could I, afford at the time. I, I bought mine for 15 ETH too. <laughs> so here we are. Oh, there so, you go. <laughs> so, and, and why did you choose this as your profile picture? Is there like, I mean, I think everybody has like a personal story. So why did you choose the one with the gold skin and with the, with the sporty, I don't know, sporty hat or whatnot? Yeah, so, you know, unfortunately, uh, and this is just me being honest, I was, a, I was an ape maxi and I still am. So the ape was my profile picture and I always had issues. Uh, I didn't like the way that the penguin community at the time was being ran. So I kind of just accepted the loss and didn't even think that I'd be, you know, fortunate enough to even be in a situation where I could hopefully take it to where I know pudgy penguins can be, which in my opinion is the Mount Rushmore of NFTs. I genuinely believe penguins are top five project. Uh, and when I made the offer, I was like, I started like going down this rabbit hole of like what the potential for pudgy was And once I knew that Cole was accepting it and like we'd actually move forward, I like transitioned from like an eight maxi to a penguin maxi. Because over the last couple months, though the legal team has kind of been doing their thing, you know, we haven't been twiddling our thumbs. Like we've been making progress uh, in conceptualizing and creating and rebranding and trying to position penguins so that, you know, when this takeover finally does happen, that, you know, we can kind of hit the ground running. So once the offer I knew was accepted and I like, you know, conceptualized all of my ideas onto, you know, a Google sheet, I was like, yeah, dude, like penguins, penguins is what I resonate with the most. But I will say truthfully, uh, it wasn't my profile picture the entire time. It was definitely an ape because I thought, you know, that's what I resonated with most uh, at the time. But figuring I know the direction in which penguins are moving I was like, well, the gold one was definitely the most expensive one that I bought. Uh, but more so, I spent all that money because I liked it the most. And so if I'm going to make this transition uh, and hopefully help lead the community, then like, can't do it with an ape as my profile picture. Uh, can never do that. So I made the transition to my favorite one. Um, and here we are. 
Yeah, I, I give you really a lot of credit for, for buying uh, Pachis in, in summer last year and being an OG Pengu because even though you, you didn't have it like all the time as your profile picture, at least you, you kept some. So you, you so something must have, I mean, you could have flipped all, but something must have told you uh, to, to keep on no? and, and to, to keep them. So what, what do you think? What, what was it? Like what do you... So, so you must have thought uh, or must have seen something bigger in it than just like a quick flip. Yeah. So the, ori the original thesis for penguins and why I resonated with them so much is I'm somebody that finds like uh, comedy and humor. Like I really enjoy it. Not so much in like maybe film, but like I always thought that, you know, laughter was a great way to just bring smiles to people's faces. And I always thought penguins were the most poised Uh, and the most perfectly positioned project to make people laugh. And I, as you can kind of see, like the meme culture, at least from my background, like a lot of people don't really understand the magnitude of meme culture and like how insanely impactful it can be to companies and to businesses and to stigma. And I always knew that if at some point you know, when I saw the memes being created and I was like, dude, like, this is the best project for this. So in my heart, I always knew that, like, the potential was there. And I didn't want to cut myself short for a loss. You know, why take a loss on something with so much upside? Like, for me, all of my businesses and all of my decisions are really based on risk reward. And the upside for penguins, in my opinion, even if I bought one at 10 ETH and the floor sitting at 1 ETH, You know, the risk reward there just doesn't make sense to sell at, at, a, at, a, at a low price. I always thought to myself, well, like, this has a unique, this NFT project's positioned in a unique way where, like, if it catches the virality that I know it can catch, like, I'm going to regret myself taking a loss on something that could, in my opinion, has exponentially more upside than whatever realized loss I could get from it. So, in my opinion, it was just like, I always resonated with it from you know, a business perspective. And as I, you know, made the offer and like, I kind of understood and like imagined what I think pudgy penguins could be. I like, now I'm even more confident on that thesis, you know, three months later, but I always loved them. They always made me smile. Every time I go on my open sea and I check out my profile, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, like this is like, there's no other prof, there's no other like NFT I have in my profile that when I look at, it, I'm just like, Dude, I just like, it's a faint smile. I'm just like, okay, like some sort of dopamine or serotonin is released when I scroll past them. And like for me, even if it went to zero, it still wouldn't be worth me selling for whatever. Um, it's just one of those like, they're too cool and too cute. And like that, that little dopamine and serotonin I get when I scroll through it is, is worth, you know, whatever it is worth to me. And for me, like, you know, you can't put a price on mental health. So in that regard, I was like, I'm not going to sell something. Um, yeah, it makes I me feel that way. I, I completely agree with you. And uh, I mean, it, it definitely makes you smile. And the memes are just like super cool, super funny. And it's so iconic. I mean, it was, I guess, for a reason that the Pachi Penguins were featured in the New York Times and like a gazillion times in Uh, Bloomberg and on CNBC and, and whatnot. So, I mean, there, there, there seems to be something 
that really resonates with the people and also something that makes them super universal and and super um super identifiable like people know like it, the thing is if you see a bot ape you know it's a bot ape if you see a pengu you know it's a pengu it's not you know it's it has like clear features and you can identify them from a gazillion other pfps but the only thing that i have noticed and that i always wonder like why are these penguins so prone to trauma like what is it with with this PFP? Like I mean, this week we had like OpenSea who had removed Apache penguins. It's I don't know. It's beyond belief. And and the funny thing is, or the 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 iconic thing is, there was so much trauma. Like every other community would have died, and the penguins are still alive. Like it's it's a miracle to me. You know, it's it's kind of beautiful how the penguin actually translate to like you know, the collection actually translates in a similar way to actually how penguins act in real life, like a real penguin. Uh, and they're like very, like the penguin itself, like I'm a huge National Geographic guy, but like they're always like resilient, right? To like, like anything that, you know, his main hub is in Antarctica, right? Such a brutal environment. Like we're resilient, right? And I think it's such a coincidence that, the owners of the NFT collection, right? The holders are share the same resilience as their, you know, in real life counterpart, which is the actual penguin. And I told some of the people this in an AMA not too long ago in the penguin community, but you know, it's been a long winter, right? And it's been a brutal blizzard, but like all huddles and like all penguins, we've persevered and it's going to be a long and fruitful summer. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And uh, I think, I mean, this community is somehow beyond resistant. I I don't know if it's maybe because of the memes, like there is so much we talk about and so much we have built. And um, I I don't know, there's kind of a subculture. Um, so, So I definitely agree with you. And it seems... I mean, from day one, I think there were so many haters and still the penguins are are alive and well. And and so it's it's really, uh, yeah, I think it's like the physical penguins. It's like they, I don't know, they they can go through the cold and still uh, come out alive. So, um, yeah, but, but what would you say? That, that's, that's one of my questions. Like, what would you say to all the haters? Like, it seems there are always penguin haters for whatever reason. And it's like a moving target. Like, one day they hate for this, the other day they hate for this. But it's like, it seems the community somehow always looks for an excuse to hate on the penguins. I mean, it's kind of funny how you can hate a penguin, but it, it seems possible. So what, what do you say to the haters? Yeah, I think this is interesting because, you know, the way that I think penguins will move forward once this deal is done is I want to position it where I think penguins have a really unique opportunity to help people. And when I say this, I say that I think pudgy penguins can be a beacon of light in the NFT space for mental health. And that's the direction that I want to take the project. And I know from personal experience, when I say negative things about something, it's because I'm dealing with something internally, personally, in my own life. And I think anybody that translates negativity online is dealing with stuff. 
and we have to address it because it's not the penguins fault that people are hating us. There's just something internally in the space and in the culture right now where we've made it kind of okay to kind of belittle things. And I don't think that's healthy. And so moving forward, once the deal's done, I kind of want to reposition the penguins as a beacon of light for the NFT space. And I say to the haters, I welcome you, right? Like I welcome anybody just like in any huddle, right? When in an article, when there's a blizzard, right? All the penguins get together and whether you're an ape or a cool cat or whatever other project you're a part of, it doesn't really matter to me. You're welcome in the huddle, regardless if you're a penguin or not. And so the, the, the haters, they will always be there. And I just will like to address them with love and empathy rather than like try to demean or belittle them. At the end of the day, there's, you know, I can only speak from personal experience, but when I muster the courage to say something negative online about somebody, uh, it's really me battling with some sort of insecurity or in real life problem that I'm dealing with. And so I don't take that personally and I don't think the penguins should either. And I think we should just lead with empathy and love. And, you know, those guys will eventually transfer over. And as long as we continue to build and execute and do things that I think will help people, you know, you can only be mad at somebody doing good for the world for so long. And I think penguins as a community moving forward, the mission is going to be how can we help the world? How can we change the world? Because I think we're perfectly positioned. We have enough eyes, enough smart people, enough successful people looking at us that we have that power. So how is that transition going to be led and how are we going to do that? And if we try to do all these amazing initiatives to help people, then, and, and it doesn't suffice and it doesn't meet your narrative and that's fine. Like everybody's entitled to their opinion and everybody is free to do as they please. Uh, I will try not to take it personal and I encourage all the pangus to not feed into that negativity because that's not how I want us to represent ourselves. I want us to represent ourselves with empathy, love and understanding and just know that if anybody has anything negative to say, uh, it's, it's not your fault and it's not the project's fault. It's something that they're dealing with internally. And that's kind of my stance on it. Yeah, I, I really like it. And I, I absolutely agree. And I mean, we, there, there's always something the, the community or like the NFT community picks about. And I found it quite interesting. I mean, there was this eternal battle between crypto punks and bot apes, like, um, who's better and, and whatnot. And, and funny enough, uh, now the ape token is released. Some of the hate is gone and, and people kind of voted with their backs. So this also I found interesting that sometimes uh, you see it's really not about the project. It's like maybe just like some general hate and then and the people get some money or whatnot, then they are happy or, you know, so... Um, so yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It's it's rather something uh, internally than than anything else. So um, yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask: where where do you see the Pachi Penguins in a year? Because I mean, you have lots of plans, and you want to reposition them. And but also there was. There was lots of things from basically the old roadmap, like there was kind of the idea of a game. Then there was this collaboration with, um, I think, World, Pengu, World Penguin Society. Um, then there was the idea of events. So, so do, do you 
do you think you're going to build on top of this or do you go a completely different direction? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a blend. I mean, first and foremost, a year from now, I think penguins will be where I think they should be. And like I said a little bit earlier, like I think that place is on the Mount Rushmore of NFTs. Like when I got into NFTs, it was punks, it was apes, and it was penguins. Like that's what brought me on board. Those are the ones that I bought. That's what got me into the space. And, you know, unfortunately, there was a series of events that kind of put penguins, you know, no longer in that status. But our objective is to bring us back there, right? Like, you know, using our best practice and all the resources and skills that, you know, not only myself, but the team has developed over the last five, six years and, you know, honing in and bringing that over. Uh, in regards to the previous roadmap, I think expectations are important, right? And it would be a disservice to the people who bought, you know, Pudgy Penguins prior to, you know, us to kind of move the expectation, right? Because I don't want to make people resentful. So it's up to me to take that old roadmap and to the best of my ability, execute on it, obviously within the confines of the law and making sure that we do it the right way. Um, and so that is important to me. And that is something that I have to do, at least morally and ethically to me, like that is important. But, you know, phase two, there's a plethora of other things that we've added that, you know, are in a completely different direction to the previous roadmap that I think people will also love. So it's a blend. It's obviously trying to fulfill on the expectation that was set because that's the right thing to do. And obviously doing it to the best scope of where I think, you know, again, objective internally is make Pudgy Penguins a top five NFT project, right? What does that entail? Well, it entails a bunch of things, right? But one of that has to be, you know, keeping the trust and fulfilling on the expectation that most of the holders have had for all this time. Uh, so to me, it's, it's a mix of the two, but in regards to fulfilling on their roadmap, it's something that I have to at least try to do. Uh, minus, you know, I, I don't foresee us not doing anything there unless like something with the game and the, and the token, like some legal advice saying like, hey, look, you can't do it. But obviously, as Board Ape has kind of shown, like there is a way to do it within the confines of the law. And, you know, Coinbase wouldn't be listing it and all these other big companies wouldn't be listing the coin if it wasn't in the confines of the law. And so they've obviously figured out a way to do it. So if somebody can do it, I know we can do it. So from wait, my perspective... Wait, 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 wait. Did, did I hear basically Pengu token? Is it possible? You, you, Is it like within the possibilities? You, you heard that... It's a definite it's, maybe, I guess. It's a, it's a definite <laughs> maybe. And, and, if, and again, if somebody else does it, I don't know why we can't, right? Like I'm one of those where it's like, even if something's impossible, we'll give it a shot. But this is clearly one of those tasks that's not impossible. And we're bringing on some really bright minds in the tech space. So the tech doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't worry us. Uh, for me, like the only objection there is like the legal, right? But like Abe did it, right? So if they can do it, we can do it. Yeah, and uh, Abe, I mean, Abe is backed by uh, A16Z and also by Animoca brands. I mean, Animoca is like massive. It's like massive, massive gaming brand. So if these two, and obviously A16Z is like the biggest VC out there, um, like biggest uh, traditional VC now venturing into, into crypto and NFTs. And obviously if these two jump on it, I mean, they have, I guess, a gazillion of lawyers. 
Yeah, agreed, right? And so that was my concern in the beginning, but obviously the execution of what Ape did and, you know, further than those brands, like Coinbase is not listing anything that's not like legal, you know, like they're like, if anybody has the most legal firepower in the crypto space in the United States, right, it'd probably be Coinbase in my opinion. So like they've clearly shown that it can be done and they're clearly shown that it can be done the right way. And so if somebody shows me that it can be done right, then like even a one legal opinion saying, no, you can't do it won't deter me. So in my opinion, it's not something like for me, the thing is about the, the token is like the brand equity needs to be built back up before I go anywhere else. Right. Before we, we go focus on tokens and games and the whole nine, I think it's just a priority internally to bring the brand value and the brand integrity back to where it once was. And once that is done and we fulfilled there, then it's easy to go build and do all that other stuff. But for me, top priority coming in is how do we build the trust back? How do we deliver on a brand identity that people resonate with? And how can we climb the ladder of, you know, where we once were? And once we're at that place, then, you know, executing all of this stuff uh, really doesn't concern me or anybody on our team at all. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I mean, we see this with um, the bot apes, how valuable IP can be. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. And and that's why we have like the, the ape token valuation. I don't know, I, I didn't follow it today, but um, I think the last time I looked, um, it would have been like around 10 billion if it were completely liquidated or something i i don't remember precisely but it was like massive like if you launch a token normally it takes a while until it reaches this kind of valuation um uh, i don't know it takes like years and not not like one year or like one day so it was kind of crazy and shows basically that now it's all about brand recognition and and really i mean the bot apes are the most recognizable brand, I guess. I mean, with being in, in Jamie Fallon and, and like any and every star now um, owns a bot ape. So so I think, um, yeah, once, once um, the brand is being built up again or being also um, built further, I, I think that's, that's definitely super valuable and it's, uh, yeah, it has a lot of potential. I agree. So, um, yeah, I, I do have, I, I saw um, a YouTube video with you and I think you mentioned in there you own like 22 fashion brands or something. So I'm very looking forward, coming back to the roadmap discussion, I'm very looking forward to, to Pudgy Penguin, uh, I don't know, fashion. Yeah, no, Pudgy Penguin fashion is going to be some of the coolest fashion out there. Um, you know, obviously my experience comes from D2C. And so I think from the product side, like that's something that I also am fully confident in. You know, things that we're working on include a children's book, uh, you know, board games, plushies, toys, uh, you know, actual like hungry, hungry hippo style, like games for children. I think Pudgy Penguins is a unique position on like most projects. I think we have a very PG narrative, which makes it really easy for us to be, you know, widely known across the board. Some projects 
are like kind of teetering the 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 landscape in regards to like being a little more mature but thankfully for pudgies i think there isn't anything that we can't do uh which is awesome and kind of one of the real reasons why i decided to make this move is because it's like like you're not marginalized in any which direction and there isn't any partnership that i could imagine somebody saying no to uh because there is no like you know a lot of these huge companies have like really strict guidelines on like what they'll work with right because you know they're billion dollar corporations that like have like certain values and things that they have to like stick to and from my perspective like there isn't any objection that i could foresee from any of these big partnerships that you know we have planned that like would potentially compromise something cool that we could do i mean the, the collections as inclusive as any collection can get and to me that's one of the most promising things about the penguins is like the opportunities are endless and so that's one of the things that I'm most excited about. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I mean, I have great admiration for uh, for crypto punks and bored apes, but I, I think, I mean, it's it's not as universal as the Pachi Penguins. And of course, I'm very biased, but still, like with the crypto punks, you have like smoking cigarettes and whatnot. With the bored apes, I, I don't know. They are not, I mean, the Pachi Penguins are cool and cute at once. And the bot apes are not cute. They are only uh, very cool. So at least from, from my point of view, I, I think it's, it's more universal at the end of the day and, and would give more opportunities with, uh, with brand collaborations. I completely agree. And I think universal is the perfect word. Uh, extremely universal, extremely inclusive, right? Like, the messaging is there the, and, and at least it will be, but the messaging and branding will be there that to me, it's like, I think we'll get to a point that once the brand identity is like repositioned, that it's going to be a situation where it's like, there'll be too many partnerships and things that we'll have to turn down because I wouldn't imagine a world where people wouldn't want to work with us. Yeah, this sounds very exciting and I, I completely agree and um, yeah, I'm very excited about. Um, so <clears throat> another question I wanted to ask because um, around January, I think people were like, oh, there should be a Pachi Penguin DAO. And then there were other people that were like um, saying, oh, DAO is very difficult and hard work. It is hard work, by the way. So um, where are we now? Will, will there be like, I mean, the Chubby Cons have this model where they basically have a centralized version and a decentralized version. So what are, what are the plans for the Pachi Penguins? Yeah, so over the last couple months, the clarity on what a DAO is and what a DAO can be uh, has been really refreshing because at a, at a glance, I always thought that, you know, DAOs were really hard to structure and I thought nobody had done it at a really high level successfully. Today, I feel a little bit different about it. Uh, I think there's huge potential there and I think it just has to be a balance. I don't think we're at a stage in Web3 yet where a DAO can fully function and bring a project and turn a project into a legacy brand by itself. I don't think it's there, right? But it will be soon, but not today. 
but I think there's a blend. There's a, there's a balance. There's a way that you can incorporate the community's voice and a vote and still have some sort of centralized system that can get things done. I think a lot of people love DAOs and the concept of it is fantastic, but it, at its current state, it provides friction in a, when you're trying to create a brand, it's really important that your environment is as, fr- as frictionless as possible, right? Like the more friction you have when you're brand building, uh, the tougher it is to do that, right? Like it's hard to run a marathon if you have to stop, you know, every five minutes at a checkpoint and like make sure you can get approved and keep on running, right? And so I think it's a balance. Uh, we've explored some ideas and I'm kind of waiting just for the deal to be done to kind of dive further. And, you know, once the deal is done, I'm one of those guys that I just want to listen to other people's opinions and based on their opinions and where they stand, I think is really going to dictate in which direction we go, but I'm not opposed to the idea. It's something we kind of have planned. Uh, I just, I just, you know, for me, I like to work in things in a chronic Sorry, somebody was calling me. Uh, I like to work in a chronological order. And so for me, it's just like, let's get this deal done and let's figure out how we want to position it within the community by doing like AMAs and spaces and just hearing like from other holders what they think the best approach is. You know, I'm completely aware that I'm not the smartest person in the room, nor do I want to be. Uh, I really just value my ability to listen to people and take that advice and position it. And so um, over the last couple of months, I think there's definitely I think you're getting too Lost many you. calls. Yeah, no, no. Th- this one was my Twitter timer. I have a Twitter timer. I can't be on Twitter more than an hour a day. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of gets the point across. Yeah, I, I, uh, I completely agree. I mean, it's. Um, I think it's it's good to get to do one step at a time, and um, I mean now there there seems to be the the ape DAO for for the bot apes. Uh, let's see let's see how this works. I mean the bot apes are basically uh, um, or have have been served or uh, were kind of a template or a bar for for lots or kind of a standard. For lots of things so let's see how this works but yeah dowser i mean it is it is work uh, and it is hard work and um lots of coordination it has lots of plus and lots of advantages but also obviously one need it's you need to know how how things work in a DAO in order to make it work like so um yeah yeah, I mean, the, the time will come, right? And I think what the Ape DAO did was fantastic. And like, you know, I see that in Pudgy Penguin's future completely, right? I mean, this is Web3 at the end of the day. You're going to have to structure this like a Web3 company is going to be. And I think Yuga Labs is kind of leading by example. And, you know, I'm one of those guys that like, you know, when you see somebody doing something at such a high level, like don't neglect what they're doing, like be inspired and see what they're doing and see how you can do it better. And so like, I think... You know, they're just kind of an amazing example of what it is to lead this charge, at least in the Web3 NFT space. And so, like, from my perspective, uh, it's just one of those things that, again, chronologically, first objective is getting the deal done. And then, you know, as time goes by, as we have these conversations and spaces and AMAs, 
like absorbing all of the information and the wants and needs of holders and executing to the best of my ability to make as many people within the community happy. Yeah, I think that's that's a good plan. And um, yeah, as I said, like one step at a time and then um, let's let's observe the um, ape DAO and let's see what they make um, good and, and let's copy this at, at a certain time and, and take it from there. So especially, obviously, it would make sense once there, there might be a token, then, um, yeah, but this is, I guess, two, two steps ahead. So um, let's see on this. I mean, the beautiful thing, right, with the token and like what Board Ape did is like, you know, there, there's so much value. And I think a lot of NFT founders can learn from this, but like, there's so much value in rewarding your holders for holding, right? Like, Board Ape has given me so much free money that I would never sell my apes. Like, why? Like, I'd be, it'd be almost fiscally irresponsible to do it because they've shown that in 12 months, you know, I can make so much money by holding. Like, this is important. And like, I'm not not conscious of like how much value that brings, not only to the community and the lives that it can change within the community, but like what it can do for the project itself, right? Like doing stuff like that eliminates the want and need to sell, you know? And like that, as much as that can't be like my driving force, I also have to be conscious that is what people care about. Like people do care about the floor price. People do care about making money. And though that can't be like my core, you know, it can't be the thing that makes me wake up in the morning. Right. Cause at that point, like you don't want to be a slave to the floor price. It is something I'm conscious of and like rewarding the holders with that type of value. I mean, dude, I was, I was, I was ecstatic when I woke up to my ape coin airdrop, like ecstatic, like couldn't believe it. Uh, yeah, I and, think you, you you tweeted you you got like airdrops three hundred k. I mean, right? I, I don't know. I uh, it, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, it's yeah. just like like <laughs> is this real money? Like I unfortunately sold it just because like I, I like I'm not going to turn down that opportunity. I ended up buying back in higher, but point of the matter is, is like that money moved into my bank account like it's real like it's not like fake money i also want to say cyborg cole just texted me and said he would like to hop on the stage so if you want to make him uh of course of course by, by all means one second by the way, I, I read that um, Pranksy, if Pranksy would have kept his bot apes, he would have gotten an airdrop of 150 million. So, so this shows you like short term versus mid and long. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty incredible. Now, thankfully, like that wasn't the case, like as much as I think he's awesome. Like, I don't think having somebody with so much is like, good for necessarily that project but like at the end of the day like he's one of the key and pivotal reasons why board ape is where it is today like if he holds on to his apes you know we might not the trajectory of the apes might not be what it is now uh and so i think he did a, a blessing for the community by not holding all of those uh short term i think it's great very very good point and two things um fifi um because we were kind of resetting the room, Fifi created a pull-up. Um, so if anybody wanted a pull-up, 
Um, please, I guess you have to te- uh, you have to DM Fifi. Lots of thanks uh, to Fifi for for doing this. And then, um, yeah, let's welcome Cole, GMGM. GMGM Cole, how you doing? Maybe he's in a call or something. I don't know. Silent Cole. I mean, he just texted me, but uh, okay. We can continue and call when you when you get your mic working. Just maybe chime in if you'd like. Yeah, maybe he got rocked by Twitter because this is what usually happens at least once during a Twitter session that somebody yeah. uh, can't unmute or whatnot. So, um, yeah, but in any case, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's good in a sense that um, that Pranksy sold his apes, and I know one person. He's, I mean, he sold it to lots of celebrities. So this was really really cool, but this just shows you how fast um, the space moves. And what seems to be like a good deal, uh, like for a month or something, like it can it can change very quickly. And it, it shows you how quick uh, valuations can go up in the space too and how, how crazy value can be created. So I think it's a, it's a really, really interesting case study. I agree. Okay, I don't know, Cole, you here? Okay, let's see. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, maybe we should also open the stage uh, for, for questions in general, because I see there are some people who have requested to come up on stage, and we are almost at the 45-minute mark, and I think I kind of asked you, like, already my questions, so let's see. Oh, we have moves. That's interesting. That's exciting. Uh, so I'm adding you guys. Um, so we have first Angel, then Moose, then Wildheart, and then Blue Chat, and then Haska uh, up on stage uh, with your comment, thought, question, inspirational, I don't know, idea or whatnot. So Angel, please, uh, yeah, w- welcome up on stage. TMTM. Oh, sorry. Hi. Um, no, I didn't have any questions. I misclicked earlier. Okay, okay, fair enough. Moose. Hi, what's up, Cyborg? TM, TM. <laughs> G-A- I'm my Pango and my Pango is me. TM Moose. G-A-G-A. It's the afternoon by me now. but um. It's nighttime here in London. It's somehow 24-7. It's TM time on Twitter. So TM, TM. Yeah, I was in a space like two nights ago and everybody there was on Eastern time and it was like 10 p.m. at night. They're all saying GM to each other. It became way more than just good morning. It's like a nice way to treat each other and, you know, greet and say what's up so i love that good morning um uh, cyborg you're hosting and doing such an amazing job here luca doing great and cole also i i i'm so happy to be a part of this and you know my heart is like racing um like i I, i've been waiting for this for so long to happen and like um i'm so happy we're taking steps in the right direction so just send them some love out here thank you moose thank you very much yeah you're always Woo, guys, there, there he is. Yeah, I just wanted to stop in. I wanted to say hello. I wanted to say, you know, hi to you, Cyborg. I wanted to say hi to Moose, PP, 
everyone in the community. I just wanted to let you guys know um, everything is positive. Like everyone's excited and, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, being a part of this community still in the future. And um, I just wanted to say thank you guys for being patient. And I just wanted to say hi to, you know, all the friends I've made along the way. But um, enjoy the rest of the space and, um, you know, keep crushing it. I love you guys. Thanks, Thank Nicole. you so much. Thank you. Yeah, normally, you know, once Moose is in a room, there's always good energy. So, so here, here's Moose and now we have good energy. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. And, and yeah, yeah. Um, so now we have, I think we have white, oh, the, the stage is moving. So let's see. We have, guys, can you please stay still? We have, okay, a few uh, went down from the stage. So we have Haska, Golden, and Pritey. So let's start with Haska, GMGM. GMGM. Hey, Luca, thanks for jumping on in here. Cole, also, thanks for jumping up. Uh, also, just wanted to say, Luca, what's your thoughts on uh, Burko running for president? Because he's been doing a fucking fantastic job in the huddle uh, while everything's going on, keeping us uh, all in line and also uh, facilitating some great discussions like uh, the old ROG uh, discussion and the brainstorming igloo. But wondering what your thoughts were on the ROGs, uh, Luca? Yeah, I think first and foremost, I think Burko has personified what it is to be like, you know, an amazing leader, a community leader and community manager. I mean, like every day, how much work and effort he puts in is just like unbelievable to me. Uh, and he's somebody that I, I am super grateful for. And I'm really happy that like there's a couple key members within the community that have been so helpful and so understanding. And he's really been one of them. And he's one of those guys that like, I, I, I wish I could give this dude the world because he deserves it. Uh, in regards to the ROGs, I think there needs to be a pivot but obviously that is going to be a discussion that we have uh, amongst the community. And I think it's going to take many AMAs, many spaces to figure out something that is cohesive with what everybody would like and what everybody would want. And just going through and roadmapping and planning and, you know, understanding I have my ideas. I know there's other members on my team that have their ideas uh, but, you know, our ideas aren't really as important as what you guys really think. Uh, but I definitely think there should be a pivot. I think there's something, you know, cooler that we could do there. Uh, but obviously, that's just subjective to my opinion. And as we get this ball rolling, it's going to be a discussion that we all have uh, as a community and, you know, put it to a vote as to like which direction we want to go. And so from my perspective, where I stand is I think there should be a pivot. But, you know, based on the wills and wants of the community, we'll adjust accordingly. Love all that. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for your question. And I think now it's golden, then we have Brighty, and then we have creator. <clears throat> hey, guys. Golden. Uh, hey. Hey, I just wanted to say you're doing a great job, Luca. Everybody's on board with you. Real positive attitude. And I appreciate that you're coming in with a realistic perspective that before, you know, you talk about Pingu or anything, you want to get the uh, the reputation, you know, restored or better than ever with the project. I think that's a really smart uh, decision and plan that wasn't uh, unnoticed by the community. Uh, and so, you know, great job in terms of priorities. Uh, so, you, I mean, we're... Really excited for you. I uh, just wanted to just ask you, you know, you, you have a plan 
or proposed plan for us, but you know, what can we do, if anything, to help you uh, during this transition period? And you know, as soon as this project is fully official in your hands, I mean, what what can we do beyond what we're already doing in terms of keeping the community strong? Because a lot of it's about what you can do for us, but what can we do for you? That's a really thoughtful question, and I thank you for asking it. I think two things. One, let's retain positive vibes and let's embody what it is to be a Pengu, which is somebody who's inclusive, somebody who's empathetic, somebody who's compassionate, somebody who's understanding, somebody that's helpful. Like, you know, it's hard for me to lead a charge of goodness if we're not resonating that same vision and that same message. So I think first and foremost, that's one. And two, I would encourage every Pangood holder to conceptualize uh, ideas that they would want seen executed on. Like I almost look at myself as the hands and you guys are the brain, right? Give me ideas to execute on because there's really isn't anything that I don't think I can do. Uh, And anything that I can't do, I have people on my team in place to do those things. And so like every time I speak with you guys in some of these AMAs or spaces like we've done in the past, I just am consistently like, you know, shocked by some of the cool things you guys have come up with and things that I personally wouldn't have came up with. And I think it's important that like, let's use every Pangu holder as a neuron in the brain that is pudgy penguins. And let's use me and my team as the hands and the tools to execute on those big brain ideas, right? Because you guys are so smart and we're so much stronger in numbers rather than we are as individuals. And so I think like just consolidating all of these ideas that when we have these conversations, there's proposals to be talked about. There's things that we can write down and go back and forth on because like I've heard so many cool things like from love potions to just so much stuff that we can do that it's like, conceptualize it write it down and when the opportunity comes and this deal is finalized and we go on our you know two-week sprint of just amas every day and just you know consolidating all these ideas like i want people to feel heard and i want to execute on what you guys come up with like i think my roadmap is awesome the one that we've developed internally but like just because there's a roadmap doesn't mean there isn't a million other things we can add to it right and so like that would be you know the two things i would ask from the community uh, in terms of, you know, helping lead the charge back to, back, back to Mount Rushmore. Sounds good, man. Stay, stay positive. We all really appreciate your energy and uh, Cyborg's doing an excellent job as usual being the host. And thanks for giving me the time to, to ask that question. But good luck, uh, Luca, as you round up this process. Everyone's really excited. So th- thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, Golden. Thank you. So I, I see Moose uh, has raised his hand. So maybe let's uh, let's speak. Uh, uh, let's give the word to Moose, and then I think it was Pretty, and then we have Perry. Awesome. Sorry to speak again. I know that people are waiting. Um, I just wanted to say, Luca, good luck with everything you do. Um, we'll be here along with we'll be here along with you the entire way through. Um, and again, I, I know that it was talked about already, but Burko has just been so so amazing this entire journey. Um, you know, with safety and security and just good vibes and constantly constantly 
just reaching out and showing support and not one time, one time that he ever turned his head, you know, during any uncertainty time. So uh, Burko's like the number one, like, I mean, there's plenty of everybody out there, but Burko has just been so amazing helping me and everybody else keep their head up, you know? So um, thank you so much, Burko. This is me telling you, thank you for everything. And um, Cyborg, thank you for hosting this. And Luca, if you need anything or, you know, want to just run any ideas or if anybody, anything from the community, just, you know, reach out or, or anything like that. Thank you. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, Verco is like the best. I mean, Verco is, is the, I don't know, he is super, super brilliant. So thank you so, so much, Berg. We love you, Berg. So I think now, I think now we have Brighty. Hey, everyone. Um, Wait. GM, GM, Brighty. GM, so actually that was like pretty good timing for what I wanted to bring up. So yeah, first of all, I have to like basically um, say the same that Moose just said, but basically just like thank you to like everyone that was like involved that like was like little and like big things, like thanks for the entire community for like keeping the head up and like thanks for like everybody like Berko and like you and like all the people that like contributed was like more and more like active parts, but also like thanks obviously to like Luca who's like well offered to like take over the team but also like thanks to like Cole just like for coming up here right now and like showing that like the old team is like still around and like all this like talks actually happening in the background and giving like everybody like some confidence back and I'm just like honestly super happy that like penguins are like finally back to like good vibes like the I don't know like a lot of people who are in the space right now have been around like last summer which is like pretty amazing and everybody held strong but it's like we're like amazing like it was just like a fun time to be a penguin during like last summer and then we had like i don't know it felt just like cursed like the like last last winter which was supposed to be penguin season actually ended up to be like hate the penguin seasons was like a lot of drama like actually coming outside like of the of the community it was like yes like some stuff was like triggered like from like inside the project but like a lot of hate came uh, in from like outside which i was like i don't know i felt like really sad about like in this entire space i feel like the nft space shouldn't be about like bad vibes but mostly about good vibes so i really like the goal that like luca has in mind was like this mental mental health and like just like yeah like being a beacon of light because like what what the penguin community had been through like i don't know like if you look at like all these like newer projects if you had like that level of like drama and like basically we had like no no actual leader or team right for like what two or three months now it was basically just like in a limbo like i feel like pro pretty much like every other project would have like completely died it's like like the uh, like these um how are they called like these um mfos they actually also went like with this leaderless approach but like they intentionally went with it and like punks i guess are like also like a little bit similar because like well, up until now, they had, like, no real team that did, like, a lot. They just had, like, lava labs, but they, like, kept out. So, yeah, but, like, it works. Like, we have so many people inside the community who want to contribute. But what I really, really appreciate is what Luca just uh, mentioned before, that he's, like, open to, like, execute on the um, ideas that, like, the community has. Because, in my opinion, DAOs are, like, really, really good at one thing that is, like, creating ideas and, like, creating potential like routes for a project 
but like DAOs are extremely bad at executing, in my opinion. Like there needs to be like an like some some arm that basically like executes these ideas. And well, this either is like are like people in the DAO that basically get like elected, or like ideally it's like the team. And it was like we had like so many good ideas back in the back in the old days, and like the team wasn't like even like not willing to like introduce them, but there was just like no capacity. Like in the end, we have to remi- uh, remind ourselves that like, well, like penguins became like way larger than they like initially intended to be, and like the the founding team was were just like. We lost you right at the end, but thank oh, you. Oh no, no, I'm I'm still oh. here. Sorry. So yeah, no. The uh, the founders were basically sorry. This uh, Twitter just rocked me. The founders were basically like for for college kids so there was just like no no like big experience and no large team to like execute on like all the ideas that came from the community so yeah, i'm also, really happy that we helped us now right the thing is also because it it grew so big so quick uh, i think it's just i guess it would have been challenging for kind of almost everyone yes and I if agree. you if you if you look at uh, startups and ki- this is kind of a startup they all have their war stories like each and everyone and when you look at these oh that's an overnight success yeah sure it's an overnight success it took like a few years you know but you with, with most startups you don't see all the all the difficulties day in and day out, and with this, um, because the the parties were in the limelight, you 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 saw all the trauma. But it's not that it doesn't happen uh, anywhere else. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like a lot of hate came actually in from like the outside. Like like a lot of the challenges were like destined to like happen. Just like with the way like penguins and like most NFT projects are created. Like Yuga Labs obviously is like one one like exception where they have like a really really large team but like i don't know like you also have to remi- uh, remind yourself that like apes didn't do that much for the first couple of months so they had like a lot of time to like build in the background and like extend the team and to like adopt to like this like extreme increase in like popularity and penguins just like straight up blew up like apes took like way longer to fall east than like penguins did and like well floor price brings in people and attention it was just like an insane rise. Yeah, and when apes, I mean, apes were, they had so much more time and they had so much, like, they they didn't have that much competition and whatnot, no? I mean... Oh, yeah, uh, that's true, too. They so were, like, the, first mover. Because, because when you launch now, you have to have, like, a gazillion of utility and whatnot in, in most cases. And, and when bot apes launched, it... It happened more um, more organically, I guess. Yeah, I fully agree. Okay, Priority. So, would you would you like to to say anything in addition, or shall we move to, oh, no, to the like next no question? I actually just wanted to say thank you and add that comment to like what Luca said because I'm like really happy that like now we have like a potential to like generate ideas and then like just like forward them because like a lot of people have like good ideas but like many people like struggle with like executing like if you have if you're like in a community you have like great ideas where like could improve the community but just like executing on this is like difficult for like most people that are just like a part of the community 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. So I think we have now James up on stage who may want to say something. Yeah, I think, um, what's up? I think Creator was before me, so I'm going to let him um, ask his question. Oh, no, I'll say what's oh, no up I'm now. so sorry. Okay, Creator, I'm so sorry. TM, TM. Okay. Um, hi, guys. Uh, this is my first time hearing you talk, Luca, so I'm getting pretty fired up about the penguins. Um, I got my penguin, like, a little before they released the eggs, and um, something that kind of, like, burns with the pudgy penguins is the like the fishing poles that came out of the eggs. I know it's been like memed to death on Twitter and, you know, you can only kind of laugh about it now instead of crying. Um, but like it, what made me think about it is when you were talking about like going into your profile and, you know, getting a little dopamine hit when you see your penguins. Um, it's almost the opposite when you look, when I look at the fishing rod where it's like, okay, we actually got fishing rods out of these eggs that were there for like three months in our wallet. And it almost like stings every time I look at that thing. Um, so, you know, I would just love it if there's some way that we could like flip that narrative. Cause you know, you, we have to admit that that was like a brutal failure, failure on the part of the creators of the project and development team. And I don't know if, you know, if there's like this, I would just was going to throw this idea out there of like possibly if our fishing rods like turned into like some dope fish or something like that or some cool fish with some cool metadata and, you know, it could be worked into the game somehow if there is going to be a game. Um, but anyway, it's just like somehow to change that narrative on the fishing rods and to make that become cool, I think would be like, an immensely beneficial thing for the pudgy penguin community. So just wanted to toss that out there as I was thinking, and you're talking about ideas from the community and all that. So doing a great job. Appreciate you guys and let's go. Yeah. And ju just to double down on that point, I think the narrative is, is, you know, there needs to be a change there. And so we've talked about, you know, is it an igloo? Is it a spaceship? Is it a love potion where if you drink the love potion, something happens, right? Like, I think, I think when we, when we put it to a vote, the sentiment is going to be to change it. What we change it to uh, is going to be important. Uh, but, you know, you're not alone in this perspective. I think 90% of the pangus feel the same way. And so just know it's definitely something that's going to be addressed sooner rather than later. Uh, and I'm definitely don't disagree with your perspective. Right on. Uh, I appreciate it guys. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing those magically change one day in my wallet would be awesome. And, you know, there's seems like a lot more to look forward to now being a pudgy holder. So good job and let's keep it going. Thank you guys. Creator, actually, just like a quick follow-up question. What would you and like other people think about the idea of like burning the rocks and have like a choice, like what you pick, like burn three rocks for an igloo, burn one rock for a love potion and have them like basically, because then like n none of the ideas would like, well, obviously we cannot cover like 50 ideas, but like 
we could cover like the top three ideas instead of only like the top one idea so nobody would be like super sad because everybody like would get something cool like you don't have to like keep it like down to like probably three things or like four things not like 50 but what do you think about that um i'm not against it i kind of feel like for having uh you know a separate collection which is what it is right now and you know hopefully we wouldn't have to like migrate it over hopefully they could just change the metadata in what the collection that's already there because in the past when i've dealt with migrated collections it feels like it never really goes that well um true i agree with that point yeah, so, you know, if, if if we could do it, like, within the collection, a few things, I think that would be cool. But I agree you wouldn't want to make it too diverse or else it'd be too confusing to sort through. But, yeah, I think listening to the community and then, you know, seeing what the developers and people behind the project, the team, want to do. But I, I think it's cool. Anything is going to be better than those rods, in my opinion. <laughs> so I'm going to be stoked if it... Uh, become something else yeah this was definitely an interesting question thank you so much creator and if i may ask i i don't know if may i ask i mean luca i don't know if if you know but um how shall i articulate Uh, maybe also the 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 former artist or whoever painted or created the pachi penguins could help with this I don't know the artist, but yeah. So the artist is a guy named Mingo and we're going to bring Mingo in full time. I've already had that discussion with him and it was important to me that he's a part of the project in some sort of shape, way or form. And that is something we've already worked out. That, yeah, that, that's awesome. Ooh, this is, this is super exciting because I, I was wondering, you know, where the art came from. So this is super, super exciting. Yeah, Mingo is a, is a stud, is an absolute awesome human being. So, would you, would you like to tell us more about Mingo? Is there some alpha for, for uh, uh, I don't know, for a different day? Yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, Mingo is obviously an artist, somebody who's incredibly talented. He's from the East Coast, just a super friendly and awesome guy. You know, my issue, you know, and, and I've talked to the team about this and I've also talked to them, like everybody a part of the Pudgy Penguin ecosystem, right? From the mods, from Burko to Mingo, like there's a, like, I wish I could give them more, you know, like part of me is just like, I have to like have this balance of being a good entrepreneur and a good businessman and like not, you know, doing something that's going to compromise because if, you know, in, in a perfect world, I go pay these guys all, you know, dope six figure salaries. And, you know, like that's what I want for them. And that's what will be for them as we take this project to where it is. But in the beginning stages, I just told all of them and they're so understanding. And like, I just want to take a moment to like all the guys that, you know, I've rallied from the Pat Pudgy Penguin community. Like, thank you for being understanding about the situation. Because there's a moment where I also like, I want to build this awesome company and this awesome brand, but I'm also not the guy worth a hundred million dollars. You know, and like 750 ETH is no small amount to me. 
right? And this is like one of those situations where it's like those guys, like those guys deserve the world. They've earned it. And hopefully as the project becomes more successful, those guys financially will be rewarded the way that I want them to. Uh, but, you know, in the beginning, they're all kind of taking sacrifices to help build this into what it can be so that once, you know, actual cash flow is being produced, they can earn what I think they deserve to earn. And so Mingo's one of those people that's just like, dude, I wish I could pay this guy half a million dollars a year to draw. He deserves it, you know, but he's one of those guys that's like, he's a part of the team, he's sacrificing, he's taking, you know, obviously a salary, but not a salary that I feel like he deserves. But it's one of those things where it's like, we're at probably like a 18 man team. If you include everybody now, 18 to 20 people, uh, you know, that would be just, I just wanted to point that out and just say thank you to everybody that's come on board from the community uh, that we've hired internally. I mean, those guys are just all stars across the board. Burko is one of those guys that I would love to, you know, make him rich because he deserves it. Uh, and, and, and it will happen as this brand continues to grow. So just want to give a huge shout out to those guys for just being understanding uh, and understanding the position that I'm in. Uh, and what it's going to take to build this company the way that I know it needs to be built. Well, this is definitely super interesting, and thank you for for elaborating on this. So, um, yeah, this is kind of unexpected. It's it's very cool. Um, so I think now I saw Perry um, who raised his hand, and then we have people. Hey, uh, what's up, guys? Uh, first of all, you know, huge thank you to Cyborg and, and Luca for doing this today. I'm sure all of us uh, were really excited to have you guys come up and do a Twitter space. Um, Luca, I had a couple questions for you. Uh, just first of all, you mentioned you were doing a lot of work with some of the merchandise, just sort of half foot in, half foot out. Were there any updates with plushies? I know a lot of us were really looking forward to it. Would, uh, how would plushies work in your mind? Yeah, so I think, at least from the product side, I think Pudgy Penguins has a unique opportunity to really dominate the aisles of Big Box, right? And there's a multitude of ways that I plan on doing this, but one of the ways is definitely plushies. Now, we've already kind of, we're sampling some as we speak, but I think there's a unique opportunity to collaborate with somebody big and a dominant figure in the plushie space, which is kind of what we're exploring now. If we can't come to some sort of deal that we think is fair and advantageous for both sides, uh, per the discussions that we're having right now with some of these major plushy, you know, distributors and manufacturers and brands, uh, then we'll just create it internally and just bootstrap it. Uh, but I, I when I when I immediately when I think pudgy penguins and I think from a product side, I immediately think toy aisle like everywhere like. Why isn't like Pudgy Penguin dominating the toy aisle in Big Box? Like some some of the purists, like NFT purists, might disagree with this narrative. But I think to build a legacy brand, you have to bridge the gap between Web two and Web three. And I think how amazing and awesome would it be if you're Christmas shopping and you go through an aisle of a Walmart or a Target and you get your child, you know, a Pudgy Penguin uh, plushie or a board game or whatever it may be, and they and, and you own a pudgy you know like how about like bridging the gap from like you know the generation below you i just think it's like 
one of the most beautiful things that, you know, Pudgy can do as a brand. And it's one of my top initiatives. It's like, I don't know why we can't be in big box everywhere. And I want to be. And that's one of the key motives. And like, not only does it make me smile on my OpenSea profile, but imagine that what that can do for a little kid, you know, like somebody whose brain is just developing, like, you know, giving them a toy that, you know, if they went down the rabbit hole of what is this toy, you know, the message is, you know, love people, be compassionate, have empathy. Like, I think we're in such a unique opportunity to do something amazing. And, you know, the toy section, whether it's a plushie, whether it's a board game, uh, whatever it may be, uh, I think is like one of the pinnacle things that I want to execute on in the next 12 months. Like, I'm not accepting us not being in big box 12 months from now. It just won't happen. I'll go to every headquarter and knock on every door. I don't need to do that, but I will if I have to. 12 months from today, we'll be talking about how we're in big box, and I want to be the first to do it. Yeah, that sounds good, Luca. And I like your, I like the approach that you've sort of taken with that. Um, were there any other sort of merchandise products that you had lined up or were potentially thinking of doing that you want to share? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I come from a, from a, a background where I've just been a part of a, a bunch of amazing clothing brands that have been able to scale at a really high level and do amazing things. And so like, like, I think, I, I don't know how, like, it's interesting because I'll see reactions of like other merchandise from other NFT projects. I'm really confident in our ability to like blow that out of the water. So everything from poker sets to, you know, the standard t-shirt hoodie hat to socks to slippers to the beanie. Like, I don't know if you guys remember but when I was growing up, it was a, there was these beanies that were in style with like the two draw down strings on the top. Like, and it was like a moose or like, you know, these other little figures like, dude, that needs to be a penguin. Like that's huge, you know? So like, I, I have no, like when it comes to clothes, it's something like I, I've been going to downtown LA since I was 14, you know, on Santee Alley, like going to all the manufacturers, like, like there's very few people I think in the space that can do clothes as good as I, uh, or not even I, like, dude, the, the team that we're bringing on is like literally a bunch of clothing goats. So from a clothing perspective, from a, you know, a merchandise perspective, I think will be second or none, truly. Yeah, I, I, I like that you sort of take the multifaceted approach to, to doing the merchandise stuff, Luca. Uh, and just a quick quest, last quick question before I let someone else take over here. What is sort of your take or what is your stance on, you know, the, the Gucci box uh, choosing Penguins as a collab and then the Yuga Labs video recently where they may or may not have had a Penguin in the background? Yeah, I mean, I the Gucci box, I think it's awesome. I mean, like th those two things, like what I think about is just like it, it just to me just like doubles down on the opportunity that is Pudgy Penguins. Like how can we go through everything that the, the community has gone through and like still still be thought of when these opportunities crop, you know, come across like other people's plate, you know, like like dude, there's a million projects now like back, you know, six months ago, eight months ago. You know, maybe it wouldn't be that unique, but we're in a situation where it's like everybody has an NFT project. And it's like to think that these huge legacy brands and, you know, Yuga Labs, in my opinion, is a legacy brand at this point. Uh, it like still thinks of penguins in some sort of shape, way or form, like just goes to show that like 
we've had an impact and the impact is there and will resonate until the end of time, whether I do something with the project or I don't like it will always have a place in people's heart for the early adopters of web three. And like that narrative will never change no matter what happens. So I think it's just a beautiful thing to see first and foremost. And two, it's just like, it excites me because it's like these guys obviously like know about us and they care, which is going to make, you know, those conversations and those potential partnerships and those deals. And, you know, it just may, it just reinforces what I already know to be true, which is like, dude, this is a legacy brand just waiting for somebody to turn it into one, you know, like it's done. Like I always said this, like, dude, we can say what we want about the previous team, but the hard work's been done, dude. Like they created something awesome and we can, you know, point fingers and do all that, but like, that's not productive. And two, they've created an IP and, and, and an art and an ethos that is like so beautiful. It just needs somebody to literally just build on it and at no fault to them. They're not experienced entrepreneurs. This was their first rodeo. So like you just go in and you put a hammer, hammer to the nail and it's like, dude, eventually it's going to be what it's going to be. And I know what it's going to be. And I think it's going to be huge. So yeah, just, have- sorry, guys, I, I just wanted to add um, that uh, I think the, 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 the most important thing, actually, in my opinion, uh, is the art and not the roadmap. Because we see um, projects that have the most amazing roadmap but still fail because they don't look... Um, I don't know, they don't look dope or, or something and they don't look like they have the potential to develop in, into a brand. So I think um, having having developed this cool art, I think that's that's already the, the base for, for everything we can now build upon. I agree completely. Hey, Luca, what's going on, bro? Hey, Goat, how you doing? Pretty good, my man. Been chilling, been chilling. I really love what, you, um, what you're what you doing right now. And I want people in the AMA to look at the project Llamaverse, if they've never heard of it, and just see how a project can turn around. Um, and I know exactly, you know, you're going to do the same thing with Pudgy Penguins. So as soon as I liquidate some of uh, some of these other NFTs, I'm going to definitely be scooping some off the floor sometime tonight. I'm very excited for what you guys have. When a team can execute, especially on the things that you guys are doing, um, it's just going to be amazing. I mean, it doesn't really matter what an NFT, pro- like a project can be fried for months, but if a team come back, can come back and really just execute and bring a community and the community has faith in the team that's going to do it, I mean, there's so much potential. And a lot of people really support what you have going on here. I know I do. I, I'm very confident in everything that you do. I mean, you've killed it. So. I'm very excited for the road ahead. I need people to just understand if you're new to the space or not, like projects can turn around and this is going to be a great example of one. I'm very excited for the road ahead. So good luck to you, my man. And I'm super excited to be a part of it and support it. Thank you, James. I appreciate you. Okay. I think um, now we have Ben up on stage. GM Ben. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, Luca, how's it going, my man? It's going good. How about you? Pretty good. I just wanted to drop by. I've been listening to the space for a little bit. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited about the uh, direction Pudgies is going. I just have one uh, question. 
regarding like uh, the partnerships and stuff you plan to do, especially with the Mecha Penguins and some of the other derivatives, like how do you plan on uh, on uh, supporting them or I guess something like that, I guess. Yeah, so a lot of projects neglect the derivatives and I don't really share that stance. I think anybody, you know, building on top of Pudgy has my support. And I think vinyl on the Mecca side has really just exemplified what it is to take initiative and take, you know, something into their own hands. I think the Meccas are sick. I think the storyline could be epic in terms of how they can integrate with the core project. And from my perspective, it's like I will always support somebody who I think has a, you know, good moral high ground as well as like is building for the best interests of not only themselves, but for the people around them. And if you are building to help the Pudgy Penguin community, I will support you. And Vinyl, to me, has done nothing but exemplify that he is a Pengu first and that he's doing everything in his power to benefit Pengus. And as long as it benefits our community, I will support it. And so derivatives, in my opinion, uh, like at least specifically with the Mechas, uh, are completely in line with what I think we can create uh, here at Pudgy. So full support. Yeah. I, I think that's like a really cool stance on it and something uh, other project are certainly not doing. Um, yeah. It's, it's super cool. Just wanted to drop in here for a bit. I, I love listening to the future direction of this project and I'm really hyped on where we're all going to go. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for sharing your, your thoughts, Ben. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. So do we have any other questions? Otherwise, I would wrap up uh, the, the huddle of today. Oh, we have Angel. Okay, Angel, please. What would you like to say? Hey, I'm back. Sorry about earlier. Um, I've got a, a question from the community. People have been talking about it for the past couple of days. Um, so Yugo Labs released uh, a trailer video a couple days ago, and all the NFTs are in one wallet, like all the ones that were in that trailer. Now, if you look at that wallet, they have a penguin in there that wasn't in the trailer that they bought, and it wasn't sent to them. So people are curious if either that has to do with you or you know why it's hidden in there. I don't know why it's hidden in there, but I'll tell you this, that once I get control of the socials and I am able to spearhead and, you know, start direct lines of communication, like, I think it's advantageous. Like, th those guys have just shown w where this space can go and, like, what the potential is for a project. And so, like, I would love to incorporate ourselves with them in any shape, way, or, you know, or form. And if we don't, we don't. But... Uh, once I have the power to make that communication, um, I'm going to make it. And obviously, further that discussion, if there's a discussion to be had, uh, it can only help us. And I think those guys have just exemplified what it is to be an all-star in this space. And so I would love to work with them in some sort of capacity. But obviously, that is up for the universe to dictate, and we'll go from there. Alrighty, thanks. Yeah, this, the community has been uh, very excited about the whole... Well, they've been coming up with conspiracies to it, so clearing, at least clear it up a little bit. 
Yeah, I think I, I would now wrap the, the huddle up. Um, so thank you so, so much for all the information and for clarifying so, so many things to, uh, today, Luca. And uh, thanks so much for the exciting outlook. We hope that we are sooning very soon. So hopefully this month, um, especially because I mean, now after the winter and, and like a hard winter, the spring is coming. So please make it happen soon. And um, yeah, thank you so much for everybody that came up on stage and asking their question and sharing their thought. And um, yeah, thanks so much for the audience for, for huddling today with us. Um, it was so great to see so many, um, so many, uh, I don't know, known uh, or familiar faces so thank you so so much and um yeah let's start the sooning and yeah luca would you like to 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 say anything in addition yeah no of course i mean first and foremost just thanks uh to everyone for any type of support like it's greatly appreciated it's obviously you know can be a toxic space at times but you guys have done nothing but just show how much of quality people are within the community. Uh, I will tell you guys this, it has been a long, long, hard winter, but like all blizzards, the clouds are dissipating and sun is peeking through and it will be a long, long eternal summer once that summer comes. So just hang in there and the time will come. And I thank you for your time. I thank you guys for listening and You know, it won't be soonium, it will be nowium uh, very soon. So uh, once we once we get to the now, it will be now until forever. And I look forward to embarking on this journey with each and every one of you. I'm excited. I absolutely love nowium. So I think that's that's a perfect word to, to end it for today. So thank you so, so much. And yeah, I can't wait for the nowium. GM Be well, and... Cyborg. Thank you for hosting us. Mm -hmm. Most welcome. Most welcome. Bye, guys. Bye. You guys are the